Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. What's up, guys? We are thrilled to have you guys back here for season three of our Unrelenting Pursuit podcast. Yeah. <laughs> making my own sound effects now. Anyways, we would love it if you are a new listener, if you guys would go ahead and subscribe. And if you would leave us a quick review, it helps so much for other people to find us. And we would love it. It would just take you like 20 seconds. So if you would invest that time, we would appreciate it. And thank you for listening. All right, let's get yeah, started. Let's do it. Our, uh, we wanted to go over just a little bit of what we did this summer because we had our last episode on right before June our anniversary. 9th. Yeah, we well, recorded it right before yeah. and released on our anniversary. A long time ago. So we have been up to a lot this summer and we did get a little bit of time to rest. We went on our anniversary trip to Park City, Utah. Yeah, we it was had awesome. an amazing time. Uh, the hubs and I really discovered we have a love for hiking with one another and just seeing God's beautiful nature and just really was yeah, amazing. Just taking us. it all in. It was fun. Yep. And we ate good food. Absolutely. And we had a good time. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I um, would just encourage any of you guys, if you ever get a chance to get away with your spouse, I do think it matters so much, even if it's just overnight or whatever it is, there's just something about getting away with one another and reconnecting and yeah, it really mm-hmm. matters. Absolutely. So we did that. Uh, we, I think one thing I loved about what you did this summer mm-hmm. is you started a new tradition with our daughter. Yeah. So Taking we, her out on breakfast dates. Yep. So that's been. On Saturday <clears throat> mornings. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Which, no, it's been awesome. Um, just reconnect. Well, not. Yeah, I guess reconnecting because I felt like we were drifting apart and she's just got so much freedom now, you know, with driving and working and all that stuff and so um yeah it's been great finding little spots around town and you know i've seen your guys reconnection has been so cool because i think for a little while it was like you guys just seemed like you know kind of cautious around each other i guess if that's the right word now i feel like even from this period of time going on breakfast dates now i'm like okay y'all can't be on the same team (laughs) against mom (laughs) but it's been cool because you guys have just i can see a really unique connection that you guys have developed and i think i would encourage anyone we had a a friend of ours tell us that this was something her dad did and how much even as an adult it has these amazing memories for her and if you're listening and you got young kids and as they're growing older or whatever, just to find those little things that help you to stay connected. Yeah, absolutely. So I love that. And we have been doing stuff still with unrelenting pursuit. Yeah. This whole summer. We've had, we got a chance to write, um, a couple articles for fierce marriage, which mm-hmm. was awesome that they're letting us do that. And I hope that like, you know, continues and grows. Yep. And, um, we've gosh, how many interviews have we done we've done several interviews yep yeah we've done a few and um and that's been great having you know people having us on uh this week we did an an interview but it was like a a quick little like monday live Mm -hmm. event for a a virtual marriage conference this weekend the intentional marriage conference yeah and we're going to be part of that 
and uh, that should be awesome. I've never been a part of anything like that, so I think that'll be, you know. Yes, you guys should definitely go and buy tickets. It's tishatalks.org, so T-I-S-H-A talks.org. Yeah. You can go and buy tickets there. I think Super it's $35 cool. a couple. So I don't even know. Really, I really don't. I think that that's what it is. So inexpensive, great investment yeah. for your marriage. A great panel. You could be in PJs at your house. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Get some chocolate covered strawberries. You know, have have a nice like little date, but also growing with each chocolate other. Chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah, you don't like chocolate covered strawberries. Who doesn't mm. like chocolate covered strawberries? I mean, if they're good strawberries, but sometimes it's like, man. Clearly, if they're good strawberries. Yeah, I figured you for like chocolate covered almonds. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah, faux show. <laughs> that's what you like. I love me some chocolate covered almonds, dark chocolate. Anyways, yeah, I think just getting a chance to take advantage and invest in your marriage yeah. is just so worth it. So I'd encourage you guys to do that. We'll be talking there this weekend as well. And I promise that what we're going to talk about today is not going to give away anything with there. But it was really interesting, this interview that we had. Yeah. So, I mean, like, well, one, like our talk on the weekend is going to be about infidelity. So we're basically mm-hmm. going to share, like, our testimony. Yeah. And then, you know, wherever that leads, man, we never know. Yeah. <laughs> whenever we, start to, <laughs> we never know where it's going to lead. But, um, but when we did the live... They sent us the question early, which was super cool because we've done an interview with uh, Couples, uh, Couples Connect. Connect and they do like this fire off like which all these cool. questions, which I thought was awesome. But like it totally catches you off guard, which is fun. Um, it doesn't bother us at all. But they sent this one to us early. So Lisa had mentioned it to me while we were busy running errands. And my immediate thought is no to this question. Um, but then as it stewed in me, I was like, well, maybe, but it's a deeper question than it sounds. So, so what is the question? I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say. Mm. So the question is, is there anything you can do to actually make your spouse cheat? Yeah. I don't know if it was that wordy, though. I think it was just like, can you make your spouse cheat? Okay. Like very like. Neither here nor there. Boom. Same thing. Direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my initial response, which a lot of you listening, probably your initial response is like, no, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because, and I still believe this, but I think it's just a, a deeper, you have to go deeper into it. But I still believe that my first response is pretty good because you can't make your spouse do anything. You know? No, you can't. And I think ultimately, like we have to own our own decisions, our own actions. Yeah. And so, yes, there, there can be contributing factors to why mm. a spouse might go in that direction. Yeah. But ultimately there, but if you're trying to change someone's behavior, you yeah, can't you, change it. You can't, and you can't make somebody do something. So yeah, eventually if someone is, it makes that decision to cheat, that is something they have decided to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that a spouse can, yeah. To be responsible for that decision. I guess that's how I would put it. No, like, I don't think so. I mean, because ultimately it is that person's decision. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talked about last night or this past week on that um, was exactly that. But then the question came up too, because I was like, man, I, I still, I stand by no, but I feel like there is a yes in there mm-hmm. somewhere. And um, so the question kind of evolved and it was like, can you push your spouse to cheat? Mm-hmm. And I think just that word change alone, like 
I was like, no, I see where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. Like I could, I could lean towards yes on this, but ultimately without a doubt, it's still the spouse's decision, you know, at that point. Yeah. Now there's definitely contributing factors for sure that typically people can look back and say that these are contributing factors to where, Mm -hmm. to where I went. But I would say at the same time, that's not really the case in our story. So I would say this, and we didn't touch base on this last night, but Mm. I think that this is a really big deal is there's contributing factors in ourselves that can lead to that. Like, so, you know, we've talked specifically about in our story and what you've talked about being a a root of that is pride. Mm -hmm. But I would say insecurities that you've had in your life play into that hurts play into that, you know, all of that kind of stuff plays into decisions for a person to walk towards that they make yeah Yeah. no for sure and that like not negating any of that it was just i thought rewording that question i thought made it a lot clearer because you can create a void between you and your spouse and if there's a void created um and you're not strong in your relationship with god or you don't have a relationship with god and that void's created then you're like swinging you're gonna go look for something to fill that void um and if you are strong in your relationship with god you're gonna fill that void you know with jesus because he's the only one that can really complete you 100 percent. but that void is kind of like it's it's between you and your spouse it's not necessarily between you and your walk with christ yeah does that make sense to you yeah it does and i think we have to be careful because clearly like another human being can't fulfill you but you are meant to have this you know covenant relationship with your spouse so if you have one spouse who let's let's say uh is not has refused to be intimate sexually or you have one spouse who is i refuse to communicate or you have one spouse who's just like i this is how i do things and that's the way it is or they're verbally abusive or you know any of those things right they create this chasm that happens between two people Mm -hmm. and it leaves a door open for you know honestly like if you have a relationship with god you may push that door closed but even if you also might moment yeah right like because you're just tempted and you feel hurt and you feel vulnerable and rejected or whatever you're like what is behind that door (laughs) yeah you know and i think it's so it's so important to remember, and this is something that I may have mentioned on, mentioned on here before, but I'm not sure if I did. But one of the things that, that the first thing that my dad did, I was I was actually with my family when found out everything that was going on, or at least the first portion of all of that. And my dad picked me up off the floor, and I was crying, and he just held me and said, "We are all so capable of failing," mm. and it's such a powerful thing to think about because I think so many times and so many people that I've talked to you or people who are even on the other side, this is never or will never happen to me. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's just our instinct of course is, and we're not doing this to make you be in a fearful spot, but being very intentional about evaluating your marriage, evaluating your relationship, evaluating yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's easy. It's not easy to what'd your dad how'd your dad put it we are also like, capable of failing yeah it you know in 
in certain instances, like failure, like it just happens. In this instance, I don't think it's easy to fail. Yeah, many small steps. Yeah, I mean, because, and we've said it before, um, you know, in other episodes, that you don't just wake up one day and go like, I'm going to leave my family. Today's the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like the one of the guys that was on with us, he was like, yeah, oh, it's uh, August 9th. Okay, well, today's the day. You know, yeah. and it's like, no, it's not how it happens at all. Yeah. And um, and I probably sound like people that have, have been listening and, and, you know, following us, I probably sound like a broken record with this, but it is, it's those small steps and they're consistent. And next thing you know, like in my life, next thing I knew, like I didn't realize who I was even, who I was. Like I didn't right. recognize myself anymore. Um, even like in the mirror, like not just because I wasn't, I just didn't recognize myself. I was like, who, who have I become? Um, but that didn't happen one day to the next. Mm-hmm. You know, it was little tiny things. Um, it was like I gave the example of um, like the Girl Scout cookies because I love Girl Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. There's something in them. I'm, I'm yeah, determined I know. I know. there's something in them. But um, I like the Samoa ones. And we've talked about this before too on here. But I like those. And I always like go and grab. Well, we don't, first of all, we don't always have them. That Clearly, would be amazing. It's a, it's a once, no, yeah. that would not be amazing. <laughs> that would not but, be a good thing. Um, but, you know, I'll go grab a couple. And then I'll be like, okay, this is good. You know, go sit down or do whatever and have a couple. And then I go back and I get a couple more. I get a couple more. Next thing I know, like the package is gone mm-hmm. and i spiral oh again. yeah 100 percent. i'm like <laughs> are you kidding me like how did this happen this is ridiculous um but that's the same in this you know if you're pushing your spouse away you might not even know it's happening and it's just like these little tiny um you know I'm too tired this night to even communicate with you. It's like these little fissures, or, like that they're just happening. Yeah. What'd you say? Fissures. Well, I don't even know what that is. You know, like like cracks, like. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying now you I read more books up. than now me. Now he's got me questioning. Myself. Oh, you read more books on, than I do. On, so like, on the one time she dropped like forlorn on me, and I was like, "What'd you just say?" Because I was looking like, "Well, I'm not saying there you're you wrong." Fissure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say you were wrong. I said I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. Yes, forlorn was one. He just yeah. Was... You look forlorn, and I'm like, what did you just say, to me? <laughs> weirdo? <laughs> okay, uncle. <laughs> no, um, but I don't. I don't think like it's the same. Like I'm saying, it's pushing your spouse away, creating a void. I don't think that people do that intentionally. Yeah. Um, I think it just is something that builds through routine. You know, it's the same routine over and over and over again. Yeah, you and start to take each other for granted. You start absolutely. to take your marriage for granted. And and you do, like we had said just previously here, you go on autopilot, yeah. right? And it's just, do what I have to do today. Do the chores. Go to work. Take care of kids. Yeah. Do the laundry. Do the dishes. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and those are all part of life. So I mean, we all get in a routine. We get in a routine. For sure. And it's fine. Like, it's not bad it's just recognizing that you need to pour into your marriage it's recognizing that in the middle of the routine you still have to connect yeah absolutely so in the middle of taking care of your kids and Mm -hmm. doing the laundry and doing dishes and making the meals that you know it's still opportunity for you to 
look at yeah. this person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and make connection. I mean, when, when we're in the kitchen together and mm -hmm. it's like making meals, cleaning up and you walk by and you smack my butt or you mm -hmm. say something mm -hmm. or whatever. Oh, mm -hmm. stop. <laughs> what? <I'm laughs> no, listening. but it is connection for us. Yeah. It's like flirting, you know, yeah, or yeah. when we, my kids hate it. <laughs> yeah. When we make comments in front of the kids about, you know, we just, we tease each other in yeah. front of the kids because we want them to see that marriage is fun in mm -hmm. the ordinary everyday moments. And yeah, it's and it's okay. Just, you don't have to have these grand, grandiose things yeah. daily or anything like that. Once in a while, that's cool. It's but not just you don't, the 20th anniversary trips that keep you married. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. That's a celebration. That's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not at all. And I think that... Um, you know, that, that chasm, that void that's created is, you know, part of that is these people, you know, it, are people expecting, you know, this, the, the romance yeah. novel or the rom-com, you or, know, yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> They're expecting like this, you know, monster thing. And it's like, no, this is normal life. And as you wish. No? Yeah, I mean, as Princess Bride, that's a classic. Anyone? Come on, oh, that was a classic movie. <laughs> um, but you know, they're expecting that. Yeah, and it's just life, and it's fine to be just life. Just don't, don't ignore each other. Yeah, and, and it's, it, it's having purpose in the middle of the ordinary because you know we have many, many ordinary moments in our life, but having a purpose together as. A husband and a wife, as parents, as God followers, th those are the things that mm. keep us connected when there's a lot of mundane things that yeah. are going on in our hey, life. Hey, look, I like consistent, like... Oh, yes. This man likes himself like, a schedule, guys. Like, Listen, I am like, okay, I, I can be a little spontaneous. <laughs> no, I got to give Brad like a warning zone. And yeah, then I have to leave him alone. Not for, all the time, but sometimes. He's, he's covering up But yeah, like I got... No, I like... <laughs> My schedule. Like, I like the schedule. And it can be, you know, mashed every now and then. That's fine. What are these kids doing up still? Uh, 9.30. <laughs> oh, with my bifocals on, like, let's go. Like, who's I've never sounded like an old, crusty man. Listen, I think I'm a pretty cool, look, I'm one of my 40s. I know I'm not as cool as my 16-year-old, but she still likes to hang you cooler, out with me. You cooler. I mean, I did tell her the other day, I was like, how did I word it? She was saying something, and she was telling me, see, you don't even know what that means. And I'm like, I looked at her, I was like, I know what that means. She's like, oh, you know what drip means? And I was like, yeah, it's like the swag, right? And she yeah, just she, like. She was shocked. She was shocked. And I'm like, listen. She's like, no. No, yeah. no, <laughs> dad, dad, no. I'm like, hey, I we know these things. We basically like to take the words that the young people are using, and we start using them, so it yeah. becomes uncool in our house. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it works. It is, anyway. So, no, I do think it's important just to. This, well, what I was saying though was like the schedule is yes. cool. I think that's fine, but it's when it's when you're not pouring into your marriage in that you can have a regular schedule yeah. and it could be, you're still uh, going to have normal. your shopping, the cooking, yeah. the taking, but care it's of just like, you know, because your spouse is going to look for that conversation somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Your spouse is going to look for that text somewhere else. Your spouse is going to look for 
that touch somewhere else, yeah. the affirmation somewhere else, the support somewhere else. Like they're going to, they're going to maybe not consciously look for it, but they're going to find it somewhere and they're going to be like, wow, you know what? This is nice. Yeah. It's when somebody opens up. I think that's a, an important thing. When somebody starts to look over at someone else. Mm-hmm. As far as like, maybe it's not even like you're looking at them like in a physical way, but if you're just starting to look at other relationships and, and even just going like my, well, my husband or my wife isn't doing that yeah, or my, and then it's like, it starts this negative pattern of thinking and that negative pattern of thinking, no matter what it is, can lead to action and it can yeah. lead you to doing some things that you never thought you would do. And so it's important. To, or things you even think are innocent. Yeah, innocent. Like um, texting someone of the opposite sex. Yeah. Right? So, like, I don't have, I'm trying to think in my head right now. Like, there's nobody that I text of the opposite sex that Lisa's not um, on that text string. Yeah. But also, there's really no one I text the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Um, there really isn't unless it's like a group message we have like with our friends. Um, but even then it's not like these directed, um, text messages. And I think that in some people's lives, that is a real thing. Like they can't not have that maybe, you know, with work or whatever, but, um, it, it can seem real innocent. You know, it's not just business. All of a sudden it's like, you know, whatever, how was your week? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. how did that thing go or are you still mad at like you know and then that starts opening doors yeah and it's it's that dangerous friendship with um opposite sex like i mean and i'll stand by that yeah 100 because that can grow into something and you can think it's the most innocent thing and it can be the most innocent thing yeah but if you're not get if if your spouse again is pushing you away not knowing they're pushing you away but pushing you away then that innocent thing all of a sudden becomes something that's not so innocent. Yeah, every time. And I think it's also just honoring your spouse, you know, even if you think it's like something that, oh, I'm fine or whatever. It's honoring your spouse in the middle of that too. Because, you know, the original question, can you you make your spouse cheat? You know, like, I I think you you are right in my my. Mind, I land on the same thing that we were talking about in the beginning that I don't think that you can make them, but you definitely need to protect your marriage. You need to, you need to, to always have those guardrails in place that protect making sure that you never contribute to something like that happening in your marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you have to do to protect your marriage. Yeah. Hands down. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's so worth it. And uh, the other thing that we touched base on and I think is so important to recognize is that, like, the enemy is patient. Yeah. So, you know, there can be so many years and years and years of this same thing Mm -hmm. that this groundwork is just laid from all the time, from your childhood all the way up, this groundwork that's laid. And so just being very careful because... It's one of those things that if we don't really truly recognize that God has given us armor to fight in a battle mm-hmm. and recognize that the lies of the enemy, because I think that's another thing we've talked about too, is that the lies of the enemy, we want to think of him as this, like, like there's going to be two things in front of you and one is like obviously a lie. 
and the <laughs> yeah. other one is obviously truth. Yeah. But the reality is, is that the the enemy aligns it as closely to truth. Yeah. As he can, so that will will. Yeah, no one's back. gonna follow or pick something that's obviously yeah. not. Oh, that one has the devil horns on it. Yeah. Don't follow that. Path, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? I, I do, and you know, just talking on that, and we talked about this earlier in the week. Um, in that other interview, but it was just that I think people, um, especially, I would say this, especially like, well, generally speaking, Christians Mm -hmm. think of, you know, this enemy, the devil, all this as a spiritual, like untouchable thing. Yeah. Kind of this vague abstract thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. bad, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I feel God and I know this is where I'm supposed to, you know, what I'm supposed to do. And so I think that a lot of people don't realize like that is a real enemy. Like that is some, that's real. Like he's out to get you. Kill and destroy yeah, I mean, that's clearly written in the Bible. And I think people kind of gloss over that or use it as like a, you know, I don't know, like a war cry kind of thing. You know, like, hey, you got to learn the Bible. You got to pray. You got to mm-hmm. do this because the enemy's doing this. But a lot of people just kind of gloss over that. And I think it's, you know, I brought it to the attention last night. I was like, well, what if you, what if I were to tell you that there was a real, like physical person? that can die and he was this enemy that was after you and he was super smart and he was very patient and he's going to learn everything about you and he's going to do this he's going to do that he's after your kids he's after your wife he's after everything he's after he's after you Mm -hmm. what are you going to do like if you had no skill set you know in that realm you would learn and acquire whatever you mm-hmm. can in that realm. You'd get that security system. Yeah. You'd have yourself yeah. people. You would do everything, right? <laughs> I mean, even to the like, you would want to learn everything about him. Mm-hmm. So you knew how to combat him, how to go against him, how to protect yourself against him. And that is what's really true. It's just not this physical thing that you can see. Yeah, but, and recognizing that, yes, there is a real enemy, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the absolutely. world. And that he has given us weapons to fight that. So, But it's just important to remember that you do have a real enemy and to remember that your spouse is not it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so don't, don't attack your spouse as the enemy. Well, but, but also like build, do everything you can to protect your marriage because yeah. that's, you know, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal is to protect your marriage. And so talk to your wife, even yeah. if you're tired. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do Have the sex things. sex with your man. <laughs> yes. Even if you're tired. Yes. <laughs> Put no. the kids to bed and get to bed. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Just lock the and door. And we're done. <laughs> no, but I do think it's important, you know, ultimately, if you're new listening to us, like we are passionate about really, really, truly wanting marriages to work, to prosper, to thrive. Mm -hmm. Like we want you to have a marriage that is fun, that's exciting, that's worth having, that is this partner that you have for life. Like that's, that's our goal. And we also know how bad it can get. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've been there and we know how good God can make it. Yeah, absolutely. So we hope that you join us for the rest of the season, guys. Yeah. All right. Peace out. See ya.
You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just okay. do the ending. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.